I say this to entrepreneurs all the time is don't sell what you think is cool. Sell what is already selling in the marketplace. Pioneers get slaughtered. Settlers are flourish. This is the playbook. Welcome to the playbook. I have an extraordinary CEO and founder of Groove Life, Peter Goodwin. Welcome to the playbook. Hey, thanks, David. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, there's so many different businesses out there. And, you know, I was looking through and found you guys and then found that you were associated with a lot of my friends as well. And, you know, I look at something like Groove Life and, you know, the Groove Wallet. You know, how does that evolve in your life? Like, how do you come up and say, hey, th this is the passion I have to be profitable? Yeah. So we started Groove. I was, I'm, I'm a hunting, fishing, adventure, mountain guide in Alaska for like 20 years. And then, so this is my second career. I started it when I was 35 as a side project and we started with silicone rings and we made silicone rings breathable. And then we went to wash bands and then belts and now a wallet. So we kind of want to be the Patagonia of accessories in about 20 years. Um, so that's our, that's our vision, but yeah, I'll tell you what it's, I live in Tennessee. I used to be a, you know, a pilot in Alaska, so I don't know how I got here. This is, um, but I, I kind of hold life loosely. Life's a story that, that I believe that God's writing and I'm part of the chapters in the book and, uh, don't, don't hold on too closely to control and let things kind of unfold. And, and sometimes they, he can write a better story than we can. That's kind of how I view life. And I mean, the company, you have over 180 employees, it's, you know, licensing is incredible with the biggest leagues, Tony, my friend, Tony Hawk, NFL, NCAA, you know, Marvel, I don't think you get any bigger than that. Um, so, you know, looking at a side hustle turning into, you know, an unbelievable business and a content machine with millions and millions of views and impressions, you know, what advice do you give to an entrepreneur that has a steady gig, one that they've done for 20 or 30 years, but comes up with an inspiration saying, hey, you know, I hate my metal ring. It's dangerous. It's uncomfortable. You know, I have a solution. You know, how long does it take to go from, yeah, I'll try this out as a side hustle to where you are today? Yeah. So we started five years ago. And yeah, we have, I think we have 215 employees now, we, wow. you know, we're mid eight figures, we'll hit 100 million next year, hopefully. So we're, we're, we're growing fast. And what I would say, and I say this to entrepreneurs all the time is don't sell what you think is cool, sell what is already selling in the marketplace. Pioneers get slaughtered, settlers are flourish. So if you look at Apple, if you look at Apple's model, they've never created anything ever that wasn't already selling in the marketplace. Like they just disrupted tile, you know, the little tile where you can find your yeah. keys. Tile built that whole category in freaking, and, 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 uh, and our, uh, Apple just came in and took all the market share <laughs> overnight. So that's kind of our model is um, when you, when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, they think I've got a really cool idea, but it's so niche that you need, you really need millions of customers that are already problem aware um, to sell your product. So that's kind of my advice to new entrepreneurs. Yeah, I used to sell my cool, my, my, my services as a guide. It was so niche in Alaska. You know, I had thousands of people that would be wanting to come to Alaska, but now selling to the world is a bigger, it's, that's how you, you're successful. Yeah. And you have these great philosophies and strategies that, you know, I, I used to tell people all the time, especially in the Amazon side, don't try to be a hero, right? Like right. why are, why not just be the best at selling something that, you know, sells and trying to create something and build a market and awareness 
to sell it and then have somebody else come in and do it better and take away right. your market. You want to be that side of it. Um, it's interesting because we have you, these unique uh, experiences and your first profession is very unique. And like you said, mm -hmm. very niche, but it seems to me that all the great entrepreneurs like yourself uh, have some sort of faith, you mm -hmm. know, and that faith has some sort of allowance to it. it it's not, mm -hmm. it's this weird combination, this counterintuitive <clears throat> thought of, man, I, you know, I'm an outdoorsman, right? I, I, I busted my butt for years and years and years, seven days a week, as much as it seems like it's fun. I, I know what you do and I know what consistent, persistent behavior it takes. How difficult is it for you to allow things to go ahead and evolve and take its place? And, you know, like you said, get your, as a pilot, you know, take your hands off the wheel and just have faith that you're being promoted and protected, not punished. Oh, that's good. Promoted, protected, and not punished. Um, yeah. Oh man, it's, I'm a human, so it's terrible. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not like. Um, yeah. It's not a. You know. I don't have the corner on trust. That's for sure. Um, I think. Um, you know. I think entrepreneurs paint themselves in corners a lot of times, and they they have you know they they have to fight to get out, and I think that is. Um, uh, I think that's an advantage. I think burning the boats is a big deal. Um, and, you know, doing it as a side hustle is one thing, but at some point it's, you've got to jump off and go all in. And, and, and here's the deal. Failure is the ultimate tutor. And so trying to limit your failures our, at, at Groove, we have a $50,000 uh, failure. Pretty much anybody in any apartment can make a $50,000 mistake. They have to get it approved, but don't let it not be over that. But man, we, we've had so much innovation internally from that rule so because that's how i've learned i mean i've this is like my eighth business and all of them failed except for you know i mean they were okay i mean they made enough to scrape by 50 or 60 or 70 thousand dollars a year but but you know how business like like a like two hundred thousand dollar business means you're making thirty thousand a net you know what i mean or yeah. or less so people are like oh you have a big business but it's, you really don't because you're a business owner and taxes and everything else but so so i've failed most of my life you know in terms of how the world defines failure but i in my if i look back man those are total steps to success so I think that's probably more of like letting, letting go and not really not punished. Right. You're just like, man, these failures are not punishment. These are the gift. And out of these failures, I'm going to apply these to my next gig relationship, whatever is important to you that you're putting your effort into. I love it, man. No, you have these distinct strategies that I talked about. Um, have you codified your own strategies? Do you have a certain mechanism of with over 200 employees or so, have you learned, you know, is there a certain system that you use with strategy? Um, no, not anything particular. I mean, we have a lot of internal strategy for product development, marketing, you know, but nothing, there's no like uh, ethos that we subscribe to other than don't be a pioneer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's the main one. But I, I would like to touch on culture for a minute. You know, yeah. you said most entrepreneurs have faith and I would, I would uh, agree with you. And it might not be the same faith that I have, but they have faith in something in, and, um, and I, I have this this kind of talk that I give. It's like people, your customer knows if you're real and genuine. And so if you're giving to the manatees or whatever the or the, the elephants or whatever the flavor of the month is that's you know currently in, in the popular culture and, and you're changing all the time and like your customer knows that. And they also know if you're genuine for what you what you actually believe. So I'm very open about my faith in you know my business and what we stand for. I don't beat anybody over the head. I'll sell to anybody 
I, we hire anybody. We have Buddhists that work here and, you know, alternative lifestyles that work here. We don't care. The main thing is that you love people. And that's what I do require is that you love people and people over profits. So it's this weird flywheel that um, you have to be profitable, meaning you have to be a damn good businessman and have great profits and kick your comp competition's ass. But you have to, um, but that has to go right back into people. And those people, that starts the flywheel. And then the people make you successful. And then it's just this flywheel that continues on. So I, I'm a huge advocate of culture. I mean, I know that's kind of in vogue right now, but we really do it here. We invest millions into our, our, our employees. We have crazy things that we do for them. And we, you know, people are having a hard time finding employees. We have people stacked up waiting to work here. So and we're growing. We, you know, the other thing is we are, we're growing really fast. So that's just that momentum and people love that, that energy. So um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know what the formula is other than be true to yourself. Treat people correctly. Don't sell shit that people don't want. Excuse me. Sell, thing, sell things that the market wants already. Make it better. Sell it to a different demographic that's already being served. And that's, those are kind of the four keys to our success. Those are great. And Sorry you hire, you know, you hire and invest in hiring, which is, you know, your people first business and the people are what make a business. I always say A people and a B product will always be the A product and B people every single day. 100%. Uh, I hire people that I can and I hire people I can't even afford. Uh, yes. I know I'll, I'll be profitable uh, in the end. But the most difficult thing, which you seem to do so well because the culture at your company is extraordinary. The success of your company is extraordinary is to trust and vet or, or personality profile before you hire. Are there some right. tricks or tips you, you know, you're so seasoned and experienced. You have all these great tips. I was hoping you could share maybe one or two with us about how to profile before you hire someone. Yeah, 100%. We use the DISC profile with Enneagrams, the same, you know, similar, probably even more in depth. But um, I kind of grew up on DISC and we're in, you know, a lot of my ex-employees or my employees are ex-Dave Ramsey employees. So they kind of brought the DISC profile over. Um, before we, anybody that makes over $50,000 a year, basically, we, we have a DISC profile already in their job description. We have, we make them fill out that, that with their application. They have to send that in. If they don't fit the profile that we already know, we would fit that, you know, position. We don't, they don't even get an interview. So, that is huge. And so we used to have everybody's disc profile on their desk, but now we have too many people. But we have we bring in a disc expert um, that, that gives teaching. Um, we, we've done that in the past. We haven't done it in about a year. But what's cool about that is everybody, you know, we're doing it for business, but everybody has these aha moments about their their wives and their husbands. You know, they're like, oh, that's why my husband does that or my wife. Or, <laughs> I love but that, that goes love back that. to investing in them, like not just making it. Oh, no, this is about business. No, this is about life. Like you having emotional intelligence with other people is crucial for your success in life. And, and it's crucial for your success at Groove. So we absolutely you know, that'll probably be illegal eventually that you can't even personality profile, but it's not now. And we're doing it heavily. <laughs> I love it. And you are um, a great influence in, on your employees. You're a mentor beyond You're a great leader and intelligent follower. Um, but usually people that have great influence have had great influence, meaning there's some big influences in your life to be able to give you that faith to move from, you know, the backwoods of Alaska into a multi-million dollar business uh, who or would you say had the biggest or one of the biggest influences on your life? Yeah, I would say my uncle Larry 
who uh, I had, uh, my dad was a strong, strong man in my life, but as, as any boy about the time, about 12, I'm starting to think that he's not as cool as I thought he was. And my parents shipped me up to Alaska, um, you know, cause we were not living there full time at that point. And uh, my, well, my extended family is there. So my uncle John and my uncle Larry really had an impact on me, but I will tell you that what I learned um, and, and I encourage everyone to do this is, is to, you know, wisdom is there for the taking. If you and I say you need to worship at the altar of wisdom. And so there are people that if you're humble, you, that will help you in any. So whether you're an, an aspiring entrepreneur or you're seasoned, like you're always room to grow. And there's always people that will, will willingly give you the wisdom. Now, there's lots of people that give you advice. Right. But I'm talking about people that are very good at what they do. If you if you are humble yourself and ask for help, they will give you they will give it to you and, and including paying for it. Right. Like coaches, I, I always have some type of business coach or life coach that I'm working with at all times just to challenge my thinking. And and um, and I call my uncle still, you know, and ask them um, advice all the time. But I, 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 I approach every situation as if I don't know anything about it. And I try to get as much information from outside to make my assessment. I think people that go into certain situations thinking they do know how, um, you know, you, you can, oof, that's rough. Um, you can make a lot of mistakes that way. So. Oh, well, I, I'd love to coach you. You are the perfect potter's wheel piece of clay with so much <laughs> potential and so much wisdom within yourself as well. And, uh, you know, as, as a executive coach of some of the biggest CEOs in the world, you, you have the personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addictions uh, of all great leaders. And it's humbling for me. And, and two of the key components that a lot of people don't talk about is, uh, you know, yourself as a chief energetic officer is yeah. faith and humility. Uh, right. Because all your answers have some sort of ignorant uh, humility to it of, you know, I'm piece of this small thing and I have my hands off the wheel. And yet I'm sure you're the first one in and the last one to leave with a work ethic that's never been seen before just like everyone else with the spirit of excellence. Uh, as we finish up, I'd love in that light for you to share maybe one of your favorite uh, lessons or something that you would tell your son or daughter when they take over your company. Hey, just remember this. What, what's that one thing that you'd like to share with us? Mm -hmm. um, I would say that the reason you do things matters more than anything. So, um, and I, I did not, you know, for the audience, I, I did not know you were going to ask me this question. So, so yeah, for sure. I, they know me. I'm, I don't give anybody anything. <laughs> you know, that was awesome. That's a big one, man. That's like, and then, I mean, that's, that's a big one, but I would say that, um, um, yeah, I, I just, the reason you do it is what matters. And the reason I do what I'm doing is for people. And there's three sets of people in my life that I matter, that matter to me. The inner set is my family, my, 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 my kids. I have four young kids and my wife taking care of them. And there's three ways that I want to take care of people spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So how do I, how do I emotionally connect with all my children, physically connect, you know, with them, like hugging, and you know, just those. And then, and then spiritually, how do I spiritually feed them emotionally connect? Okay. So, so then I have my employees, the people that I spend the most amount of time with and how do I impact them? And then how do I impact my customers? So from the inside out, the most influence I'm going to have are on those is that middle core, I'm never going to sacrifice my family for my employees and I'm never going to sacrifice my employees for my customers. So 
um, ever. So that that's kind of how I look at my sphere of influence. So when I tell my kids, hey, whatever you're doing, it needs to be about people, family first, and how do you impact those people? And, and again, in my worldview, how do you reconcile, how do you share God's love with those people, with whatever God's given you to do, whether you're a horse jockey, a mountain guide, or you sell silicone rings on the internet, you have massive purpose because there's people involved and people are purpose. In my opinion, people are the only thing that are eternal. Those relationships, everything else we do will go away. All the money, all the everything, da, 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 people are eternal. So I don't know whatever people believe there, but I believe there's a strong case, whether you believe in just energy and whatever, there is a massive amount of, of everlasting uh, equity that you can build on this earth with people. So that's, that's what I would give advice to my my kids. Yeah, you are definitely a people person and people first. And the people that are most relative to you are the first and most prioritized people in your life, I can tell, which is another key indication of a great leader, a great intelligent follower, a humble leader like yourself, which I would bet on this jockey, ladies and gentlemen, any day of the week, there'll be no doubt that he'll go from eight to nine to 10 figures faster than we can imagine because he's living in the groove. That's Peter Goodwin. Thank you so much for joining me. He's the founder and CEO of Groove Life, an incredible interview. Check it out. Go back, take notes. There was nuggets dropping everywhere. You never knew there was that much wisdom up there in Alaska, but this guy can get it done. Thank you so much. 